The moment this story really begins, though, is a Monday morning a little while after that. Sometime in May, if I remember rightly. We used to stop for what we call breakfast about half past nine. Although, to be honest, we both had breakfast at home already. It wasn't lunch either, though, so we called it breakfast, or sometimes just peace time. They'd put us on a different round that week, and we were over the west end of town. The dogs were smaller there. There were lots of these little joke things that looked like bats with legs, but the bins seemed to be just as full anyway. We took our break at the Botanic Gardens while the sun was shining, and it felt like we were on holiday. I wanted to ask Eric what he thought about a new plot line for the novel, and I was just running him through it before I started my role. So, I think Mr Graham and Mr Fletcher are falling in love. I can really see something between them. And not just because they both like leaf blowers and electric drills. I can see them really having an affair and going away together. I know it's not breaking any boundaries, but I think this story needs something a little bit more intimate. Besides, not everyone's done it with another man, have they? What do you think, Eric? Sounds like a good idea, Barry. Aye. If, if I'm honest with you, I didn't really understand the bit about the Swiss cheese fondue. Or that other bit about the big machine in the garage with all the woo willy sticking out of it. There was a knock on the window of the van. Eric opened his door. Hello, gentlemen. What brings you handsome chaps here on this fine day? We just come to empty the dog bins. We thought we'd have our pieces here. Well, we were admiring your gardens. Didn't we, Eric? That's very kind of you, gentlemen, but I can't take credit for it all, I'm afraid. I like the roses. They're my favourite. Ah, romantic, I see. Well, the roses I can't take credit for. That's my little corner of the world. Come with me, sir, and I'll give you a guided tour, as they say in the brochures. A guided tour of the rose gardens. I'm Malcolm, by the way. Oh, okay. I'm Eric. Are you staying here, Barry? Aye, I'll stay here. I'm no romantic. They looked a funny pair, walking off together towards the roses. Eric was well over six foot, but Malcolm must have been barely five foot six. They both had the same sort of way of walking, though. A sort of slow, swaying movement, going more side to side than making much progress forwards. I had my notepad with me, and I was trying to decide how Mr Graham and Mr Fletcher would discover their love. A smouldering glance across a crowded room of naked bodies, perhaps? Or an accidental brush of hand-on-hand whilst comparing leaf blowers? I wasn't sure, and in the warm cab of the van, basking in the sunshine, it was difficult to concentrate anyway. In the distance I could see Eric and his new friend Malcolm making their way around the rose garden, and it was to them that my attention kept coming back. They kept wandering around and around in circles, sometimes one and then the other bending down to smell the flowers or take a closer look. I wondered if Malcolm thought Eric was an umpty. When they did eventually make their way back towards the van, it was long past the end of our break time, and they were still blethering away. As they got closer, though, I saw that it was Eric doing all the blethering, and Malcolm was just listening, and then sometimes looking up at Eric and nodding. It was funny, because Eric didn't usually say much at all, 
apart from his brief insights into the deeper meanings of life. His explanation of the Library of Atmospheres had been the longest I'd heard him speak in one go, and even then, he seemed on the verge of giving up at any moment. Malcolm didn't come all the way back to the van. As they got close, he turned to Eric and took Eric's hand in his hands and shook it warmly. It wasn't the usual way we said goodbye to each other at the council, but I suppose that was because we all hated each other, really. Eric looked a bit shell-shocked, though, and he stood for a minute and stared as Malcolm walked back towards the Rose Garden. Then he climbed back into the van. He... he... He's an interesting chap, is Malcolm. Aye. Aye. We could still see Malcolm amongst the roses. It wasn't clear whether he was busy or if he was just enjoying the sunshine. Eventually, Eric started the engine. These dogbins won't empty themselves. That's true, Eric. I've been thinking, Barry. We need to get out of this game. You and me, we're just emptying dogbins. That's all we're doing. Life's a garden of roses. And here we are, up to our knees in dog dirt. Who'd want to be emptying dog bins when there's a garden of roses out there? It's the cushiest job on the council, Eric. That's what you used to tell me. Hmm. Um, maybe I was wrong, Barry. An easy life's no, no good to anyone, is it? When there's a garden of roses out there, hmm. Malcolm, Malcolm knows that. I'd like to work with well, I'd like to work with Malcolm in the garden, in the rose garden. I think I could do that. I didn't answer that, and Eric didn't say anything else either. He just turned the radio up again, and we carried on to the next dogship bin, dreaming our own dreams.
그 사랑 